podcast land. I'm Ashley. I'm Amber. And welcome to Stuff Our Dad Can't Have, a podcast where we talk about the food we ate when we were growing up, the food we're eating as adults, and why our dad can't have it. I mean, he can have it, but he ain't getting it from us, right? Exactly. Because while I did drive that good hour and a half um, last weekend, I'm not doing it this weekend. So... Yep. And I don't particularly bring food gifts. So, well, I, I do actually. I was going to say, yeah, you do. <laughs> you brought them butterscotch, homemade butterscotch crimpets. Lies. The child lies. Let me rephrase. I don't typically bring food gifts on random non birthday trips. Fair. That's very fair. Accurate statement. <laughs> that is a very accurate statement. So we start off our podcast, we usually start off with just our random ish, our random corner. And honestly, I was doing notes for this yesterday and I was watching In the Heat of the Night. Wow, that's a throwback. Oh, it ain't. They're playing it on TV again. Yeah, but dang, I'm not watching it. Like, that's just like Matlock. Matlock is always on somebody's channel. Those always, are super throwbacks in the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. Yeah. And all I think was, I am thankful for the advancements of makeup for people of color. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm thankful. Because I'm looking at her like, did they use, did they use foundation for her blush? Like, wait, what, what is that? Why is her skin gray? Why is her skin kind of gray? I'm like, I feel like this is the makeup of the early 80s. Of late <laughs> 80s, early 80s. I don't remember when that show was made. <laughs> Probably because it is the makeup of way back yonder. I mean, drag queens weren't teaching people how to bake their face way back when. You know, YouTube was not helping folks. And the the job title of makeup artist was severely limited, mostly probably to folks in the entertainment industry. And I doubt they spent much time looking for shades for people of color right and the one episode i was watching it had iman like in her early modeling career Ooh. so i'm just like you got her in here looking like this like she's a model you know you can do better they probably like, couldn't oh, do better, better. better. maybe yeah. she realized what she looked like on camera i was like <laughs> maybe she was you. like no y'all aren't gonna be doing my makeup but also actually it could depend on what what role she was in and if she was supposed to look bad in that scene versus mm-hmm. the oh okay never mind no. I'm gonna <laughs> no. go ahead and lay my cape on down be that was not her role but no that just early like 80s makeup like 90s makeup we have come a long way and makeup artists for makeup for people of color understanding how pigment works and yeah. how to you know cool tones warmth all that stuff for people of color it's it's come very far. It matters. I, I appreciate it greatly. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Very, very, very nice. Um, I'm trying to think. What kind of random ish do I have going on this week? Um, well, it's the busy season officially at work, which okay. means I'm having like low key anxiety attacks at work. <laughs> like, oh my oh, no. god, it gets. Um, it gets kind of ridiculous, uh, the amount of things, questions you can get asked and last minute, oh, hurry up and write this for this, you know, captain or admiral or someone says something about our 
organization and they said it incorrectly. So now we got to go fix it. Then you come home and you got to eat and you got to like take care of a tiny human. And then you got to take care of the tiny human's dad. And you know, like eight o'clock rolls around and old girl's like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to sleep. (laughs) I can relate to the (laughs) many questions part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's been interesting for you at work too, right? It has been. And testing season is coming up. So now everybody and their mama is anxious. The kids yeah. are anxious. The teachers are anxious. The admin are anxious. And I'm yeah. looking at all of them like, I'm going to need y'all to take several seats and take some deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I, I have a Peloton and they have this app where, um, do they have an app? Everyone has an app. I mean, if we wanted to, we could have an app. But one thing I like about Peloton, and we are absolutely not caping for them. I paid, well, I didn't pay. My husband paid for that Peloton, and I paid for my my membership. So this is not faux freezy. This is my honest opinion. Um, They have this uh, thing called Yoga Anywhere. And um, it's like, you know, 5, 10, 15-minute classes. And you can either do chair yoga or standing yoga. And it's just, hey, you're standing in line and you're in a long line. So here's some yoga that you can do safely or you're you're at work. You just need a, a breather. So I legitimately um, Friday at work did a couple uh, mountain poses and went up and, you know, up hands up overhead and then swan dive forward did like um, a forward fold and let my arms just kind of like hang for a few minutes. And then I did a, a, a <clears throat> I forget what it's called. It was like you lift up a little bit, like you, you don't sit up, but you like rest your hands on your shin. So you're like, your back is parallel with the floor. Of course, I can't remember what the hell it's called. It's not triangle. No, you're not in, you're not in all out yoga poses, but um it's a forward fold and then you do a a half lift or whatever and then um you go back down into a forward forward and then you reverse swan dive back up and I did a couple of those felt a little better and then um I implored one of the techniques I learned when I was a a very stressed out GS12 in which cases I some days I intentionally do not bring my lunch because if I don't bring my lunch then I have to leave to go get lunch. And that gives me a chance to go out and get fresh air. Because sometimes that's really all you need is to just walk away for a few minutes. And usually that works. (laughs) Except now when I do that, I'm taking a gamble. Because will I have time to go out and get lunch? Or will I be begging someone who's going out to bring me something back? Because it's highly, highly usual for me to walk into the building and then I don't walk back out until it's time to leave. And at no point am I taking a break to just enjoy my food. I'm usually like, I have an adjustable height desk so I can sit sometimes and I can stand. Usually I'm like standing at my desk, inhaling my food. And then somebody walks by and they see me eating. Like you see me actively eating. You see me, my face is into my computer. You can't see I'm 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 doing something and here you come. Same. My desk faces my door and there's that window and the mm. door. 
and I'm eating and an adult will come in. Um, so can I talk to you for a minute? No, no, I'm eating. No, you can't. <laughs> Why not? It's my lunch. Yeah. Well, I'm no, no, it's it's my lunch. We're not we're not gonna have a conversation. I can email you later. You can email. We can we can meet anytime, but not during lunch. <laughs> they will girls stroll on in and then like because the government now you don't have to wear masks which i absolutely saw coming granted there has been no downgrade from pandemic to endemic but for some reason we just gonna go ahead and but i will give it to them they are letting the science lead there are fewer infections especially in virginia like where i am it's green it's like very very low transmission and it's nice but I still have a young unvaccinated kid at home. So I'm still very much taking the normal and usual. Like as long as I can wear a mask at work, I'm wearing a mask at work. Because the one thing I'm not doing is getting any colds from you people. And I love that. So um Yeah. Same in my same same at where at my job. Like masks are now optional for everyone. And I'm just sitting here like I'm opting in. Masked opting. up. Like yeah. <laughs> So it's like, you guys know that I'm still wearing a mask and you walk your unmasked self all the way into my office, all the way up to my desk. And I'm kind of like, hold on, let me stop eating, cover up my food, don my mask so I can listen to you, even though I have probably 20 minutes to get food into my stomach as well as whatever last minute thing I'm rushing to do so that I'm not as behind but yes please talk to me now I've actually gotten better at telling people no you can't talk to me right now but you can absolutely schedule 15 minutes or I will send you a meeting invite for 15 minutes where I can give you my undivided attention because what I realize I'm doing when folks get me like that they're not getting my undivided attention or the thing that I'm supposed to be giving my undivided attention to, I'm not. So I've started saying, you're not getting my undivided attention right now. So let's meet up at this time. I will literally whip out my iPhone because sometimes that's faster than my work computer. And I will be like, look, I have 15 minutes here. It's yours if you want it. And usually folks will say, okay, I'll come back. Because they always start off the conversation. I know you're super busy, but I was kind of like, but if you know I'm super busy... Then why are we still talking? And you see me <laughs> eating. Why are you here? I feel like um, Tina, not Tina, but Ike's first girlfriend or second girlfriend, whatever the chick was before, you know, in the movie. Um, yes. Why well, do I automatically knew the movie? Well, I'm like, okay, in the movie, I'm thinking about the scene. Go for it. When she's like, why you. is she here, Ike? Why is she here? Like, in my brain, I'm going, why are you here, Lord? Like, why? As I'm no, eating, I, you know what I mean? Like, I truly don't understand that. And for me, like, they're very... I wear my mask. The people in my office wear my mask. I share office space with a ton of people. They mm-hmm. wear their masks. And when we're in meetings with people, it's like this unconscious thing. Well, no, it is conscious. I do it on purpose. When someone sits next to me without a mask on, I just back away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I scoot my chair back. And I'm just like, look, I care about me a lot. I love me. And yeah, selfish here. I don't want COVID. And now that I have, you know, the appointment on Thursday for my eye, I'm like, I'm not canceling this because I have COVID. So I'm be doubly cautious yeah. of what I do. Like, As you should. You you get to make your decision not wear your mask. 
I get to make my decision, wear my mask, and I get to, uh, you know, observe appropriate distance from your non-mask wearing self it's just a matter of and i've actually had some people who are very very aware like i see you still wearing your mask amber i know you have asthma my um my current boss is like i've seen you have an asthma attack i understand why you're wearing a mask i will you know, give you distance. I'm like, cool. But I'm not wearing the mask because of my asthma. I'm genuinely wearing my mask because I don't want COVID, even though I don't think I would have a very bad version of it because I'm twice vaccinated and boosted. But also I have a young kid at home who isn't vaccinated and who seems to have a forever freaking cold because (laughs) that's what kids do. It's just one runny nose into the next, into the next, into the next. But, you know, thank you for giving me the space, right? Like, just not strolling up on me and giving me a chance to to rock my mask. So I think if anything were to come out of this whole um, 13 minutes of random-ish is, you know, it's absolutely your choice to wear a mask or not wear a mask. But I do think folks forget that if someone's choosing to wear a mask, it may be because they have real anxiety about catching um, COVID. They are high, um, what's the word? Immunocompromised? Yeah, they're immunocompromised. And so they're high risk for COVID Mm -hmm. infection. Like, I'm not trying to go to the hospital. Or maybe they just don't want your germs all in their face. Either way, like, I can respect that. And I'm hoping folks can respect my wishes too. But you do notice that people have fewer common colds. Yes. Like, oh, like let's the just illnesses are that. ramping up in my building. Yeah, and they're not COVID. Like we, we're like, yeah, I may, I understand they're not COVID. Yeah, but I'm, I haven't had a single stomach thing or a single cough or sneeze, and I'm like, cause mask. Yeah, <laughs> mask work. Now I have because whatever my tiny human gets, he absolutely shares. <laughs> but luckily, my immune system is a bit stronger than his, so I can read. I can recover from most, but I also drink emergency and I take vitamins because all those things help your body fight stuff. But um, as far as me and my house, we will continue to be masked until this uh, pandemic is downgraded to whatever the lowest version of a, of a demic is. And I cannot remember all the versions of the demics, <laughs> but I know pandemic is bad. Endemic means it's localized. And you can kind of track it, right? Yeah, but I don't like know what flu is an endemic. It is track when flu season is occurring, yeah. right? But I don't know what comes after endemic. Let me Google that. <laughs> I guess not a thing. <laughs> Cure could that be after? <laughs> but no, I am definitely I'm oh just, outbreak. Like, I don't, oh, an outbreak. I'm just yeah. I'm with you. I'm just like if if you see me without my with a mask on, I'm gonna need you to give me my six feet. Like, yeah. It's not personal. It's legitimate. I'm wearing this to protect myself from people who aren't wearing a mask. That's it. That's 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 the tweet. I'm protecting yeah. myself from someone who's not wearing a mask. I don't. I don't care that you're vaccinated. I don't care if you're not unvac. I don't care if you're unvaccinated. I just need to give me my six feet because this is why I'm wearing the mask. So yeah, I just so there's epidemic, pandemic, and endemic. So. We're. I'm. I'm trying to get back to. I guess endemic is endemic the lowest. 
Endemic is an adjective that means natural to, native to, confined to, or widespread within a place or population of people. Endemic is perhaps most commonly used to describe a disease that is prevalent in or restricted to a particular location, region, or population. For example, malaria is said to be endemic to tropical regions. In this context, it can also be used as a noun. An endemic disease can simply be called an endemic. Okay, so I like for it to be endemic, but not here. And then you have an epidemic, and the difference between an epidemic and an endemic, I mean, pandemic versus endemic. Classifying a disease as an endemic indicates a level of permanence where a pandemic has a defined end. Even if it seems like COVID-19, even if it seems like the COVID-19 pandemic will last forever. Um, I don't know. It's not telling me the difference, but either way, I know you can go from pandemic to epidemic to endemic, I guess. And I'm looking for endemic or outbreak. I'm looking for Ebola style. Um, if you remember the Ebola, I think that was the epidemic because that was in West African nations where Mm -hmm. Ebola was happening. Was it in Barack Obama was president? I want to say it was like 2014. Yeah, like, I remember that being a thing. And I remember, like, there was one or two cases in America. Yeah. We didn't completely shut down. but We didn't shut down anything. We didn't do a damn thing. We didn't take it seriously. We were lucky. We didn't do anything. We didn't. didn't... We, We kept doing the same thing. Well, I think the difference is how quickly a virus can kill its host will help determine how quickly it spreads. Ebola was uh, pretty, pretty bad. And that if you got it, you died, I think within days of having it. So your ability to infect people versus COVID, um, it didn't kill. Yeah. Seven to 14 days before. Yeah. Before you even really knew you were sick, sick. I think Ebola hit folks a lot faster. So that opportunity, that um, incubation period where you're still contagious was different. And the impact of the virus on people was different. And that's probably why Ebola was an outbreak or an epidemic, but not a pandemic, I guess. I don't know. Makes sense. (laughs) Well, we've really gone all the way down that rabbit hole for a podcast that's about food. But um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and head up um, our next segment. It's time to cosplay as a person who's got her shit together. So how did I adult this week? Well, well, technically last week because we're, we're recording on a Sunday. But um, for the past two weeks, I've been having like really bad headaches at the end of the day, like mm. going to bed at 7, 30, 8 o'clock on a on a friday that's what ashley don't do that's early and i was like i should probably call the the ophthalmologist for this like i know what Mm -hmm. this is i waited two weeks i was like okay you are generous to wait two weeks to go see the doctor because if something is bothering me today tomorrow i'm making an appointment (laughs) 
Well, but I, I was just like, we can't keep doing, like, we can't keep doing this. We're not gonna live our lives this way. And my New Year's resolution is to stop setting up future Ashley. I set that chick up all the time. So I was just like, look, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make this phone call. And I'm gonna take the first appointment they give me, and I'm not gonna talk. And I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. And I called. Like I said, I'm gonna do it. I immediately looked at the number and called, and I got an appointment for that next Thursday. And I didn't call mom once in the stop process. And I'm surprised that you call mom. <laughs> before you make appointments yeah i still i still call my mom before i make a doctor i'm like hey so my head hurts and i think i'm gonna call the doctor like is that a good idea <laughs> like running it by her for approval i don't know because it's her insurance <laughs> meanwhile um i'll have a whole issue figure went to the doctor figured it out and then i'll be like yeah ma'am we we're gonna have to operate and then i'll be like hey so i'm gonna have surgery next week and then she loses her shit. And it's like, what do you mean you're going to have? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to the doctor like two weeks ago. And they said da-da-da-da-da. And so, you know. Or like when I had to get my foot operated on. Oh, yeah. She was not. Do I need to come down there? No, mom. Janarius is here. Yeah, but no, it was legit. Just like, this is a problem. You keep putting it off like it's going to go away. We all know it's not. Let's, let's be an adult. So I called, took the appointment. And I was like, man. And once it's all done, I was like, man, I didn't call mom. I'm like, hey, I can do this on my own. I'm like, I don't understand. I like, I don't understand why why I need to call her in the first place. I'm <laughs> judging it. Just got, I feel like it just got into a habit before, like growing up, just calling. I don't know. but Mom and dad literally almost never took us to the doctor. I know. So why did you I, need? I oh, that. so you needed to call to make sure it was doctor worthy? I guess I, I'm like, but I knew it was doctor worthy. Like it wasn't a question. The doctor said, "Look out for these things." Well, I think no, the headaches wasn't part, one of the things the doctors told me to look out for. That's why I didn't call. I'm not gonna lie. It was the seeing the dark floaties. Oh, that was. I was like, okay, you cannot not call. Like I was like, the headaches. This could be something different. And then I started seeing the floats, and I was like, no, we are not messing with our vision. We are not. Do you remember Dad having the spidey eye? You remember he said, oh, he didn't tell you about this? I don't, I don't, it sounds familiar, but not really familiar. I don't. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately calling him now. And I hope he answers everyone. I mean, because. He had Spidey Eye. <laughs> he had two, two or three sets. Yeah, hello. Hi, you're on Stuff Our Dad Can't Have podcast. Um, we have a question. Oh, why did you not tell Ashley about your Spidey Eye? I did. He said he did. I don't remember this. He has well, these like cobweb-like things floating around in his eyeball. So I yeah. called it a spidey eye. Have you gone to the ophthalmologist? <laughs> he did. He went to the doctor. He didn't have to call his mother first. Because <laughs> he's an adult. <laughs> he is adulting. He went to the doctor and the doctor told him to just wait it out. But he has spidey eye. I do. He does they not have a lattice? <laughs> They don't call it Spidey Eye. I call it Spidey Eye. I know, but I want to know if the doctor used the word lattice at all. Lattice? Do you remember? No, no. no. It's it's a loose, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's something in your eye that just comes loose. 
then it just takes a while for your eyeball to absorb it. It's but so if, but, if, but if, it, if it snags on your retina, it tear your retina, then you'd have to get a laser treatment. So I got this from you. Yeah, you could have gotten it from no, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got this from you. Because Ashley, Ashley's getting the second eye laser in her lifetime, whereas I've had none. <laughs> But it's not a detached retina, is it? Actually, it it's it's what it's what leads up. If you get it on, if it stays untreated, it becomes a detached retina. Oh well, yeah. wait. How could how could it not be that whatever thing is floating in your spidey eye doesn't? Wouldn't that cause detaching of something? Because I'm assuming that's it fluid. Is what Ninety percent of the time, it goes away. Oh. Dang. Maybe I'm the other 10%. It's you, all your fault. You make me go want, want to go make an eye doctor appointment between both yeah. my parents having eyeball issues, like Smitty and his spidey eye, you and your holy eye. Like, there's a lot of eye problems. I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm -mm, or maybe that's laugh. funny. Yeah, or maybe laugh. I'm like that. I'm slow. It took a second. <laughs> Uh, I really don't think you should wait too long. I I go see my eye doctor every year. They've never told me I had a hole in my eye. They did tell me I have dry eye and I should use eye drops. I have dry eye. Try clear. I don't use clear eye though. My, my eye doctor said I have dry eyes and I should use eye drops. It's why I don't wear contacts. I don't wear contacts either. I don't. I don't think you should. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> well, I am gonna hang up now. Thanks, Dad. Bye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so as far as adulting for me, um, I had two successful weeks of meal planning, and you know how much I hate meal planning. Yeah. I am very excited, EYE, very excited. <laughs> E-Y-E. Uh, e -Y -E. Very excited that I that we got to do that. You know, like, hey, life was a lot easier when I didn't come home from work trying to figure out what the heck we we're gonna eat. And we weren't eating out, which is great because I go see my primary care doctor this week, and I'm pretty sure she's gonna tell me your cholesterol is high. Pretty sure she's gonna remind me that my A1C is high, I'm predisposed to diabetes, and I need to make better choices, and then of course, um, yeah, and I'm going to be like, yep, I'll see you in three months. I'm going to be better. And then I told myself this time I'm actually going to be better. Like, I'm going in prepared. I'm giving myself a pep talk. All right, Ashley, so let's get into the stuff. What we got today? Uh, so first off, I want to thank Wikipedia for, without it, research for this episode would have been impossible. I mean, I probably could have. Shout out to the wiki. <laughs> so thank you, Wikipedia. So, question for you. What, in Super Mario Brothers, what is Princess Peach's last name? <laughs> it's not fair because I saw your notes. I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Would it be bad if I cheat on the test? Can I cheat, counselor? I mean, it's only bad when you acknowledge out loud that you cheated <laughs> You got to keep that to yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> What's the name? It's Toadstool. <laughs> and 
And then the name of her loyal companion is Toad. I did not and... know this before today. <laughs> oh, you were today years old. I was today years old. <laughs> so that brings us to today's topic, which is mushrooms or toadstools. Oh, oh sh- why did that just click? Toadstools because frogs and crap can sit on them and they're a stool. Why? Why did it take that long? Anyway, keep going because I'm just going to live in the, the wonder that is just figuring out those two live words together. <laughs> yep, she's slow and that's fine. Just, just but fine. Toad totally looks like a mushroom though. And it's called, you know, the cap of the mushroom is his hat. Like they, they did a, they, the Japanese did a great job on that association <laughs> mm-hmm. in Super Mario Brothers. Uh, so what are mushrooms? They are a fungus um, with a stem, a cap, and gills. And the gills are under the cap. And um, again, that's how that's what Toad looks like, his hat. And mushrooms can grow above ground or in soil. So above ground, underground. And it can, the word mushroom can also be used to describe other fungi with or without stems that have gills. So that is like an overview of mushrooms, of what they are, where they grow, and that they're fungus. That are among us. <laughs> so I've been dying to say that. I was like, a fungus among us. But you know, it gets me when people say fungi. Like, no, don't do it. It's fungi. You know, you know, I love to put an eye on words that are multiples. Like, mm. so. I know you and what's you and Smitty and your um, <laughs> you hate it when we call him Smitty. You and Dad and the whole um, <laughs> that still blows my mind. Like for twenty years, I've been calling you Smitty. And randomly in 2021, you decide that you want to be dad again, and we must all follow suit. When all your children are grown, like dude. whole bad attitude about that. Like, I talked to my dad last night. I talked to Smitty. Like, yeah, no one cares. But he calls his grandma. I he calls grandma Ida Ida B. He calls his mom by her first name. Anyway, moving on. He's weird, but yeah, always. So, um, <laughs> so Wikipedia again research wikipedia says that the word mushroom may have come from the french word mousseron and again the french pronunciation is probably horrible um which is linked to moss or mousse and then that um when they started using the word mushroom that there wasn't a separation between the poisonous the edible or the unpalatable forms of mushrooms and then that toadstool which is also in reference to mushrooms could be from 14th century england and refers to a stool like you said or a seat for toads and they infer an inedible or poisonous fungus so yeah it's a poisonous fungus among us (laughs) no i didn't because super mario brothers came out how long ago it took me but when you figured out that reference you're like oh toadstool you made the you made the i should have gotten it i mean ashley like the video game has little mushrooms i should have figured it out but whatever you know what i do miss though i wish what? we had duck hunt i wish i had duck one of the vintage um nintendos that they came out with that you could plug into and those things sold out so quickly i wanted one for christmas so bad so i could sit there and play video games because i really wanted to play duck hunt duck hunt man, that is the game yeah that is so china is a major producer of edible mushrooms and mushrooms are primarily used in chinese korean european and japanese cuisines but we do use them other places wait wait french people um, don't use mushrooms in their cuisine they do but not as much japanese connection to super mario brothers like 
it's like a major part of mm-hmm. their cuisine. But other people use them. American cuisine, you know, French cuisine, some Spanish cuisine. Everyone but is American cuisine, cuisine really American cuisine or is it just a hodgepodge of, yes. of everyone else's stuff? Yeah, that's what makes it American. Like it's a hodgepodge. It's everything melted together to create this new thing. Yeah, but you don't eat spaghetti and meat. You don't eat spaghetti and meat sauce with a, a dash of soy sauce or something like that, you know? Well, I guess, you know what? Well, you know what? The one thing I can think of that other places don't eat is probably sloppy joes. I'm gonna let that be American. Please let <laughs> please let sloppy joes be a part of American cuisine. Because if it's not, I'm it's screwed. Important. Like it's origin of sloppy joes. I think we talk about sloppy joes in one of our episodes, don't we? We do. Oh my god, and I can't wait around. for that episode. Oh, we we already talked we about did. it. I we yes. <laughs> origin so, story. Um, so edible mushrooms are consumed for their nutritional culinary value. Like they are full of like all the healthy things. I was just like, man, this is a really good thing to eat. She said, I'm lying, but. Random moment back to Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> they are truly American cuisine. Yeah. They go back to Sioux City, Iowa. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't pronounce that correctly. But S-I-O-U-X, isn't that Sioux? I, I would say Sue. I'm assuming that's Sue. Well, that's nice. Okay, proceed, proceed. All right, so mushrooms, especially the dried shiitake versions, are sources of umami flavor, mm. which is one of the new flavors that we have on our tongues, which mm. makes perfect sense. Love that and, one. Um, and then um, not all mushrooms are edible. So if you see one after a lot of rain, don't assume you should go ahead and put it in your face. So the thing about Russians is that some are edible, some are poisonous. And the name of the game is make sure you know what you're about to eat when it comes to mushrooms. So it's a game of chess. I don't really chance I really agree with, but okay. Yeah. Walking Murph um during the summer is when we typically see them grow. Mm-hmm. Um, where the dogs typically pee a lot underneath mm-hmm. trees and stuff and then you get a good rain and then uh wait about 48 hours and boom there's a little mushroom growing there and it's kind of like hmm what's happening inside your urine and part of the research i looked up why they grow so fast and it's just because they um they absorb they can quickly absorb the liquid around them so if it's mm-hmm. under a tree where dog pees and then it rains it's it's dog peeing water <laughs> yep it's nutritious and delicious for the mushroom. But yeah, I'm usually trying to tell him like, no, get away from that because he was trying to eat it. He also eats, yeah. um, there's a uh, fleet of Canadian geese. <laughs> I call it a fleet oh, because they fly together. Fleet. And um, he will, because <laughs> I don't know, what do you call it? A school, a bunch? There's I don't no know. A, a gang. They kind of gang like, um, but a fleet of Canadian geese that have made Portsmouth, particularly this part of Portsmouth, their home, and they poop all over the place. And Murph will try and eat their poop, and then I have to like force it out of him and stuff because I'm like, listen, dude, I'm not fitting to have heartworm issues. I'm not going back and forth to the vet because you ate some poop and the poop bit back. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's now time for me to mispronounce tight dates and times and years. Okay. So, <laughs> edible mushrooms. Um, so, species of edible mushrooms have been have been found um, in association with thirteen thousand year old. <laughs> Was that what you were you really struggling with the word thirteen thousand? 
remember last time like we were talking about prohibition i kept saying the names wrong about yeah. <laughs> like the bc year they kept saying it wrong <laughs> so yeah so they've been found in chile and then Otzi the mummy, a man who lived between 3400 and 3100 BCE in Europe, he was found with two types of mushrooms buried with him. So it was like a big deal. Mm. And that the Chinese value mushrooms for supposed medicinal purposes, properties and, you know, food, of course. And then um, back to my favorite time, which is ancient Rome and Greeks, is that um, they ate mushrooms as well, but they used food tasters for, for <laughs> to ensure that the, the mushrooms are safe to eat. That's yeah, like identify your mushroom before you eat it. That's like um someone has to try the president's food before he'll eat it. I don't know if anyone has seen the the movie The American President nearly as many times as I have, but I love it. it has Michael Douglas, um it's Charlie Sheen's dad. I can't remember his name. Like a pastor, no, yeah, no, Estevez Martin Sheen. Yeah, I was thinking his last name was Estevez, but that's Emilio. Uh, Yeah, yes, the only one who kept the original family name. Oh, so wait, all of them used to be Estevez? They're all, yeah, they're all Estevez. So Charlie Sheen is Carlos Estevez, that's his real name. What Carlos Estevez, and then Martin Sheen, I guess his original, because since he's their dad, his um, original last name was Estevez, and he changed it to Sheen for whatever reason. thought maybe they had different mamas and that's why they had different names like what is that comedy movie that had on that they did a parody of um uh they did a parody of what's the other movie now the buddy cop movie with uh oh jesus i am oh my gosh i did not realize what is that movie there's four lethal weapon oh lethal weapon yeah lethal weapon there was a parody movie of lethal weapon where um emilia estevez was in it and so was a very young samuel L. jackson and it's a funny movie and charlie sheen has a cameo in it Mm -hmm. and in the um cast you know in the movie it says carlos estevez for his role She's like, go on to Wikipedia. I don't even know how to spell Estevez. Estevez. Uh, oh, look at that. Carlos Estevez. And look who pops up. American actor Charlie Sheen. Carlos Erwin Estevez. Known professionally as Charlie Sheen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, dang. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, like, Martin and Charlie go by Sheen and Emilio goes to Estevez, but yeah, they're all the Estevez family. I just love how we did a whole Mighty Ducks reference without actually acknowledging the Mighty Ducks reference. What Mighty Ducks reference? You did the Canadian geese and I was like, ducks fly together. Oh (laughs) shoot, I completely missed that. Oh my God. And now we're on Emilio Estevez. Oh, who was the coach? Okay. (laughs) Well, um cool so much fun i'm gonna definitely spend some time mulling over that for a few minutes because i did not realize i assumed that they were you know they just had like different parents like different moms and so emilio had his dad's last name his mom's last name or something wow well there you go living you learn i'm learning a lot today clearly 
And I just remember the movie. The movie is Loaded Weapon, which is the parody oh, of Lethal Weapon. That makes sense. For that full circle thing. Check this. That man's name is Ramon Antonio Estevez. Yep. What? <laughs> Born in Dayton, Ohio. Citizenship is Irish in United States. But why would he change his name? That's such a nice name. Okay. Well, let's keep on talking about mushrooms because we have <laughs> we are all over the place and somebody is probably like, holy hell, you guys. Stay on topic, people. But they're also Struggle learning us. random things that will help them win a round of Jeopardy. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. They can drop a random bit of information to, you know, keep the party going. You never know. Um, but yeah, so again, identifying your mushrooms are important because, you know, those royal food test food taste testers, they could be wrong on a particular day on a particular mushroom. It's all Yeah. Over. Yeah. <laughs> but we called on, I called on the movie American President because in one scene, um, the girlfriend of the president cooks some food and he asked to take a little bit more when he's done eating. And she's like, why? I didn't think you liked it. And she talks about this face he made. And so once she calls him out, he's like, you're right. The guy who tasted the food said he wanted some. He really liked it. And I was kind of like, wait, someone has to taste the food? Wow. Yeah. I mean, Makes sense, though. That's, if I was trying to take over a country and become a dictator, I think I might go to poison as much as <laughs> Um, Ashley, you officially have no plausible deniability if you should take over something from someone and they die mysteriously and it's from magic mushrooms you ma'am are going to jail yeah but we all know I'm never going to run a country I don't think I have the the social skills to do so (laughs) anyway so I don't like people I don't want to run anyone I barely run myself Um, so Amber do you like mushrooms Uh, so I grew to enjoy mushrooms I did not like them as a child. I thought they were icky. Um, I tend to not mind them as much as an adult. I even cook with them. But I really like dried porcini mushrooms. So this is when I get into, you know, what I like to cook. So you mentioned the umami flavor that uh, Uh mushrooms can give a meal. So, you know, and I've done a couple Whole30s in my lifetime. And then I've tried like going full-fledged paleo at one point and didn't last very long this was some years ago but there was this one thing that I truly love and I got it from OMG Pate not OMG Paleo um oh my gosh the lady who it's magic mushroom powder Uh um and nom nom paleo nom nom paleo her first cookbook and it's in all her other cookbooks too but she calls it magic mushroom powder and you can make it and then just store it and you can use it whenever but it's a bunch of dried porcini mushrooms and then salt and is there anything else that goes in there there probably is something else in there but you basically you put it in a food processor and you just let it go for a while and you can put that shit on everything. It's like the best. It's the Frank's hot, um, Frank's hot sauce of seasoning. Um, you can put it on your eggs. I would um, cover my chicken in it and then cook the chicken mm-hmm. on the stove or bake it. Girl, when I was, when you say something de freaking delicious, if you want to make meatballs, you can put that in your mixture porcini mushrooms and salt 
put in pepper. I think you put red pepper flakes, but I can't put red pepper flakes because tiny human and tiny human's dad, they don't do heat very well. But when it was just me and I was eating it, girl, mm, that's good. That it is delicious. So yes, folks, get you some porcini, um, dry porcini mushrooms. You can get it from your grocery store. Get you some salt, some coarse salt. Put a couple red pepper flakes in there. Put it in your food processor. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Put it in a container where you can store it so it can be airtight. And just slather it. You know, just go go to town with it on your chicken or your beef or your whatnot and what have you. Make you some mushroom. I mean, make you some mushroom-based uh, meatballs or something and cook up some rice. And look, I'm telling you, that is a meal. You're welcome. <laughs> meal planning, done. Your week is solved. Thank you for coming to the podcast. You got something out of it today. Right, exactly. But when it for me, I despise mushrooms. Like they're on the same level as one bananas. Like I cannot. <laughs> Your tiny human of a nephew does not enjoy bananas anymore. I don't understand it. I'm actually gonna try something this week where I'm gonna put um, a banana in a roll up with some peanut butter and see if he eats it with the peanut butter. So I'm trying to figure it out. Like why why aren't we really messing with bananas? He's... I like bananas. I don't like when you warm them up. Like if you bake them or you flambe them, it's weird. Anyway, um, but as much as I don't like mushrooms, I do love the idea of going on a mushroom hunt. <laughs> Like, that does sound like fun. Out into the wild and forage for mushrooms I'm never going to eat. So it's just, I guess the activity around it sounds cool, but the actual mushroom itself, no. Mm. <laughs> and there's like this really funny box. Kind of like apple picking. Because you did that. I like apple picking too. And you can't, can't eat the either. apples. But I'm sad about that. Like, that makes me sad. <laughs> But mushroom, like no, you can have all these mushrooms. I don't, I don't need them. I just, I just wanted to go look for them. That, that was it. But um, yeah, there's a Bob's Burgers episode that was absolutely hilarious. They're looking for this specially, this special blue type of mushroom, and of course, it was in the Indonesian shenanigans, and about mm-hmm. how you know keeping your secret mushroom foraging location a secret and not telling people where it was. And I was like, this is awesome. I want, I want to do this. <laughs> I want to take time off and do this. You want to go forage <laughs> for mushrooms, even though you won't eat them. I don't eat. I don't like them. I don't like them in any application. I once made a chili with mushrooms, and I had to cut them up so finely because it replaced it. It replaced the meat. I had to chop it up so oh. finely. That was the only way I could eat it. And I was just like, I can't spend the rest of my life chopping up mushrooms this finely for a chili when I can just use ground beef. <laughs> I just can't. Or I can just use beans. And That's what to say, beans. but like, if you, you want to have options here that chili. mushrooms aren't don't necessarily have to be option number one or Correct. option number two. Um, yeah, apparently people love them. They're like mushroom festivals, <laughs> like all over the world. Like, <laughs> not apparently. Like, okay. I'm like, okay. Um, so I'm not gonna point. I'm, I'm not gonna name them all, but the ones that just sounded really cool <laughs> are there's one in Girdwood, Alaska called the Fungus Fair. We all know I love it because the word fungus. Right. <laughs> Let's just be honest. And then in New Plymouth, Taranaki, New Zealand. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. There is the Mushroom Ball. Can you imagine getting dressed for the Mushroom Ball? <laughs> no, I cannot. What about oh, I truffles? Hmm? What about truffles? Because they some truffles are not a mushroom. I learned because I thought they were too, and I'm like, they're I not. I thought a mushroom. they were. They're it's a fungi. Family. Right, it's a fungus. 
but it's not a mushroom. Oh, okay. That's cool. what I thought it was too at the beginning of this. When I did the research, I'm like, oh, we're just going to talk about truffle and truffle pigs and how that's a whole industry and how yeah, that's so that cool. Is. I'm like, but they're not a mushroom. They're Truffles are expensive. Right. I don't really get it though on the whole truffle thing. I tried truffle based stuff, or maybe it wasn't actually truffles, but it's just kind of like, um, yeah, I'm good. But you know, like truffles go for thousands of dollars, like a little yes. shaving of it. And I'm always looking at people like, why? That's so, the whole yeah. thing. Like, when I, I was like, ooh, mushrooms, I could just talk about truffles the whole time. And no, truffles are not mushrooms. So, truffles are not mushrooms. <laughs> move on with your life. <laughs> that's yeah, so that is the history of that's the background of mushrooms amber has grown to love them ashley has will never grow to love them sorry to say you have a fancy menu and mushrooms on that i am excusing I'm, I'm sending that plate back i'm not i'm not indulging you're sending it there's back there's not a mushroom i enjoy there's Dang not one. not a single one it's just not happening and i keep trying thinking oh maybe randomly this one will work no no not this one <laughs> So because I'm here and I'm just, I can't let go of this movie, The American President, <laughs> and the fact that Martin Sheen's real name is not Martin Sheen, I did find in a quote from uh, his Inside the Actor Studio, do you remember that show? I loved used to come that on show. on Saturday morning, so I'm sure it was a repeat, but it used to come on oh. as a repeat after like Saved by the Bell or something. So yeah. I sometimes end up watching it. So good. But he ended up saying, when whenever I would call for an appointment, whether it was for a job or an apartment, I would give my name. There was always that hesitation. And when I get there, it was always gone. So I thought I got enough problems trying to get an acting job. So I invented Martin Sheen. It's still Estevez officially. I never changed it officially. I never will. So my driver's license and passport and everything. I started using Sheen. I thought I'd give it a try. And before I knew it, I started making a living with it. And then it was too late. In fact, one of my greatest regrets is that I didn't keep my name as it was given to me. It, I knew it bothered my dad. Hmm. Wow. So there's some regret in that. So he Americanized or Anglicized his name. Girl, he didn't Anglicize his name. He changed his name. There was no relation. He got that um, the name from a combination of. He adopted his stage name Martin Sheen from a combination of the CBS casting director Robert Dale Martin, who gave him his first break, and the Catholic televangelist Archbishop. Fulton J. Sheen. So no, he did not anglicize his name. He just completely. he completely wow. changed it. But I guess it's like with um Asian cultures, they have their American name and then their actual name. So he did that. No. Because usually it's a first name, not the whole name. Okay. I don't think they usually change their last name too. Usually it's their first name. It's like, hey. Well, it's in the same day. Like, they're like, my name is this, but call me Amy. Like, that's my American name. Yeah, because I don't think you guys can actually say my real name. Yeah. Type stuff. But he changed his name because he didn't like the way people treated him when he said it. Yeah. That's deep. That cut deep. Well, dang. Well, I wonder what's the origin of his family. You know, like Estevez sounds Hispanic to me, but 
on Wikipedia, I thought it said like Spanish. Could be. That's all they said. Like they didn't say what part, like what countries, what is his accent. Because it just says he's from Ohio. Born yeah, in Ohio. Ohio. Ramon. Yeah. Estevez. I mean, and again, it, it could be so many things. It could be, you know, is it Spain? Is it Portugal? Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Spanish speaking countries. So many Spanish speaking countries. No clue. But that actually, so I learned a lot today. So let me recap what I learned. Charlie Sheen, his name is Ramon Estevez. No, um, Carlos Estevez. Martin Sheen is Ramon Estevez. (laughs) Um, Emilio Estevez, the only one who kept his name. Truffles are not mushrooms. Um, Adulting is still hard. And Toadstool is the last name of a couple characters. And a Toadstool could literally be a poisonous mushroom, but they call it a Toadstool because a toad could sit on it. And that's what I got. I learned a lot today. And I I didn't even have to take a test. Yay! So it's just learning for fun's sake. Yay! That's so cool. <laughs> so for today, our dad can't have, I mean, honestly, he can have it because I ain't cooking it, but he can have something with mushrooms in it. I mean, I refuse <laughs> to make it myself. He can have it, whatever. Um, But I mean, if he had to have something, like if I can think of something mushroom-based, I think it would be kind of cool. It's when they, you know, stuff mushrooms. Like, I love the idea that you can stuff food into other things, like a baked potato. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a mushroom instead. So I did look up some stuffed mushroom recipes, and I was like, this is nice. I'm not explaining what it is, but it's nice. <laughs> but um, I don't like them. I'm sorry. But they um, they can be filled with crab meat, breadcrumbs, sausage, cheese, like whatever you want. It's like, you know, those hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. You have stuffed mushrooms. Oh, like a mushroom yeah. cap. Yeah, I'm like, that's pretty cool but you can do that with something like that so yeah if you are into mushrooms you can always wash it right before you use it don't wash it and then storm you have to wash them right before you use them take out the gills we'll take this stem from the cap take out the gills and you can stuff it with pretty much whatever you have on hand and you got yourself a really simple snack or dinner depending on how big the mushroom cap is so i mean sausage cheese breadcrumbs sounds good to me yeah (laughs) Like, not good enough to eat <laughs> i think you're fine true <laughs> so yeah so that is all about mushrooms and yes. how it relates to so many other things like the estevez family <laughs> <laughs> right we that was like six degrees of mushrooms i brought it back <laughs> that was me rewinding <laughs> All right. So thank you, Ashley, for the history of mushrooms and all the things we learned today. That was a pretty good episode of learning. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. And you can email us at Stuff My Dad Can't Have at gmail.com. It's been fun chatting it up with you, little sis. I hope you have a great week and we'll do this again next week. See you later, you guys. The uh, emphasis, emphasis on the C. Right. Eye right. <laughs> she does have eye surgery this week. Kapow, 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 kapow. Meow, 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 meow.
laser, laser. 